Welcome to Valley of Growth, the podcast where abundance, joy, and impact are rooted in our faith in God. We're your hosts, Aaron and Kofi. Through inspirational stories, thought-provoking discussions, and faith-based principles, we aim to provide you with the guidance needed to navigate the valleys of life and emerge stronger on the other side. Hey guys, uh, today is another great message that we have for you. We think it's a place that a lot of people have questions on, and we've been through some of these questions ourselves. The conversation today is going to be about where do you begin, where do you start? If you feel like you need to make some changes in your life, regardless where you are in that place, we have some conversations here that will help you decide and make a decision where and when to actually make a start. Aaron, what do you think? So I was, when we decided this topic, I was thinking, you know, where did I start? Uh, Why did I start? And a little history about myself. I, about 10 plus years ago, I graduated from college and started my chiropractic practice. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, there were hard times mentally, just trying to figure life out. And my wife, she said, hey, Aaron, I know you're struggling a little bit um, emotionally, mentally. Um, I came across this article, talks about mindset. You want to read it? And at first I was like, nah, I really don't want to, but fine. I was mowing the yard and figured I'd put it on there. I'd listen to it. And that's when my it started changing for me. It was I was tired of the situation I was in. So I figured, you know what? Won't hurt to listen to this. And that really put me down an awesome road because it gave me hope. It gave me hope that I could control the outcome of my life and I could create what I wanted to. I didn't know how. I learned that over the last 10 years on how to do it, but at least it initially gave me hope. Oh, yeah. the uh, I think this question comes up because eventually you get tired of things, right? I mean, you sure. grow at some point. Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is, if you're not growing... The earth is leaving you behind because the days keep counting, the minutes oh, keep my. counting, the hours yeah. keep counting. So staying the same seems to be inevitable, mm-hmm. right? Because at some point, you're going to get tired of something right? because you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again unless it's a habit that you do enjoy. Sure. But if you don't enjoy it, eventually you have to make some changes too. When I decided to make a decision to change some things in my life, it wasn't necessarily me being ready for it. It was my older brother who gave me a book and it was James Allen's book, How a Man Think. I love that book. Oh, I love that book too. This was when I had my, uh, my daughter was about three years old. Life was a little bit different because fatherhood just came and expected, but yet didn't know exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So he gave me that book. And after reading that book, I said to myself, wow. And this was on my 24th birthday. And he gave me that book and it changed a lot of things in my life. And what I learned from that book was even if you start a journey that you don't know about, you have some things that are in you, with you, that are easy to tap into. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things is knowing who you are, knowing a little bit about your, your strengths and your weaknesses. And then you just start right there. A lot of times you, you, people are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what book to read. But just take some time and say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I, I don't want. Right. And then just start doing what you do want to do gradually. Mm-hmm. Because that built confidence in your character because you're making yourself eventually learn and be happy and learn the person of who you are. Right. To keep moving. And then he did another thing, too, that was pretty phenomenal. The second thing he did was he bought me another book. Whilst I was reading that book, I told him, I said, this book is great. And then he bought me a book called Excellence in Character. Now, that book I still read to this day. Cool. Every once in a while, I pick up that book because I think what that book did was I didn't know what kind of behaviors and characters to build. But I didn't know one thing. 
I didn't have the behaviors and characters that I wanted to see myself. So what that book told me was, okay, if you wanted this kind of character, if you wanted to be this man, if you wanted to be a man who's going to go here, this is what you need to do. And in that book, I realized that not all characters are good, but even some habits, just habitual habits. One of the things that it, it taught me was waking up early. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things, just habitual habits, just wake up early, read something, do something you like, read, exercise, whatever that thing may be for you. And I started doing that. And for a few years, some of the best years of my life, Wow. I'll wake up early, I'll read, and I'll read scriptures because I needed something that would give me a positive. And at that point in time, I was also on this spiritual journey of trying to figure out a relationship between me and my Lord. You know, and so the Bible was a good book. And some people say, okay, well, they don't have that. I recommend picking up something that you know that would enhance your mental capabilities in the morning. You know, you just read it and you say, well, that is a thought. And have your mind actually go to that place and think about that thought for a minute. Because in, in the morning, reflect on what uh, what do you look at in the morning first? Mm-hmm. Do you grab your phone, look at the news or the sports or, you know, the first thing you're, you're programming your mind for that day is, is what? Is it something uplifting? Is it something motivating? I think, you know, for me looking back, and, and it's an up and down thing, this journey that I've been on, when I, when I reflect those moments when I'm just tired of the situation I am in. Now, listeners out there, you may be thinking, you know, you're you're tired where you're at. I often reflect on this, that God puts you where you're at right now to be successful. You may not like the job you're in. You may not like the relationship that you're in or whatever it is. If you feel like there's change that needs to happen, that's God telling you that slow down, ponder, improve yourself on whatever level it is. Just grab a book. Start somewhere. And if it resonates with you, keep reading it. If it doesn't, that's fine. Just go to the next one. But ultimately, you have to figure out what you want. And uh, it doesn't have to be completely clear. It It doesn't have to be completely clear, does it? No. It just just has to be a simple decision as, I really want to drive a different route to work today. Just a different route. Mm -hmm. Take the same route every morning. You say, okay, I'm going to go the longer route now. I'm going to leave home early. I'm going to go the longer route. Something you want to do. Right. You just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Uh, don't hesitate on thinking too much about it. But it's something that you've not done, but you also do know it would enhance some part of your life. Because I think when everybody starts the journey, they know what they want to be. Uh-huh. And they also know what they don't want to be. Right. I right. think everybody knows that. So people are trying to figure out where exactly is what I want fit in what I'm doing now. And sometimes that can be a scourging. It, 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 it always is. Right. And this is one thing I tell people, too. I've always had this saying, I love new beginning. Because the moment you have that thought, it's a new beginning. And new beginnings are scary. Because you don't know what's there. No. I always say, nobody can ever tell you how to be a parent. No, they can't. They can't. Because that's <laughs> no. your kid in your house. And when the kid comes, you have to experience that. Right. And everything about it is new. Even if it's your fourth kid. Yeah, they're all different. They're all different. Yeah. So new beginnings are great, but the moment you let this fear sets in that says that I'm not sure, you're already not sure anyway. So why don't you have a different mindset and say, I am open to the idea of what I'm going to learn from this and who I'm going to become from this. And all of a sudden, there is an interest. Right. And then that interest builds into a desire to know more. And then that desire to know more will guide you and what you want, what you don't want and stuff like that. So it, it reminds me of the phrase, you know, get comfortable. Yeah. being uncomfortable that's right it's growing pains but isn't life like that anyway oh no, it should be isn't always. changes happening all the time always but are, are you changing for the better or for the worse that's right or are you stagnant or are you stagnant 
Right. Like you're talking about the ride home or yeah. ride to work. Is it the same every day? Change something different that you start looking at life different. Something small. That's that's true. I think just know that change is always happening. Yeah. The question is, what change do you want? Right. And then move forward towards the changes that you want. And for those of you that don't want to take big leaps, a lot of times people say big leaps are not there. I believe in miracles anyway. So I think <laughs> miracles are the biggest leaps any man could have or any woman could have in their lives. Right. And once you start experiencing it, you realize, okay, life is just good and big leaps can happen. But people always say take small leaps. What I always say is take the leap according to what your faith allow you to believe. If your faith believes that, okay, this is a step I can take. And I think you lean into that. You lean into that with prayer. You lean into that with reading. You lean into that with somebody you can trust. Talk to them about it. And if, if, if it's such that you say, hey, I don't think this is the, the leap I want to take. I want to basically go baby steps or whatever the steps may be. Right. Then that's where you, where you go to. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily the same for everybody. Right. Because the seasons change. But human beings are subject to change. But they all don't change at the same time. You know, just like, you know, lifting weights. If you lift five pounds all the time, mm-hmm. you're you're going to be able to lift five pounds, but you're not going to get stronger. So, but it's uncomfortable going up to 10 pounds for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you might injure yourself. You might have to go on vacation. You might have to stop lifting weights for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then you drop back down to five pounds until you get back to 10. You know, journey is up and down. You have to, like you're saying, the baby steps. And sometimes, say you go to work, for example, and you're like, you know what? Today is my last day. I can't take it anymore. I am done. You know, I don't know what the world is going to look like when I'm done, but I know tomorrow I won't be here at work. That's a big jump. That is a big and jump. sometimes that happens. And sometimes God's like, well, you got to slam this door now. Yeah. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And this happened to me when I first started my practice. I was renting some space from a, a guy in a different town. And emotionally, it got stressful um, just because his personality was pretty toxic. And God's like, you know what, Aaron? I used him to get you into this state. You have to be here. But now you know how emotionally hard the situation is. So go and start your own practice. And I had two weeks notice when God said, go do your own practice. Mm-hmm. So me opening my doors, I had two weeks. Mm-hmm. That was a big jump. But no matter how hard it was from starting from no patience till now, 10 years later, nothing has been harder than dealing with his toxic personality. Correct. And God had to show me that because there, he knew, God knew I would not start my own practice unless I was put into that situation with that person. But the other conversation that, just to have you think a little bit. Yeah. Just, just imagine that guy, right? Just mm-hmm. imagine him. Do you ever think you made an impact on him? Because yeah. you are never in a place where you believe God wants you to be if you're not making an impact. It goes both ways. Yeah. Because people don't, right? People don't come up to you and say, uh, oh, they do, if they really truly appreciate what you gave them. But somebody's toxic and you teach them a few lines here and there. or They recognize some kind of behavior and character that, You've shown them that people haven't. A lot of people or most people don't come up and say that. Right. Hey, right. thank you for this, right? True. I have a feeling he's over there somewhere going, that Aaron guy mm. showed me something. Sure. Because you can't be in a relationship and not know anything or take anything from each other. It's it's impossible. You it's affect right. each other on some level. You do on some level. Yeah. It might not be on a major scale, which some can go there. But on, on a minor scale, I bet you he's also somewhere going, mm. That was probably the best tenant, employee, mm-hmm. worker, yeah. the best person 
I've had in this particular form of arrangement for a long time. Interesting. And then what happens is most people go searching for what left. Right. Right. Yeah. The idea of what they thought was good for them. Now they're looking for that. So I tell you all that to say this is wherever you are at, whenever you're making those changes, whenever that time comes where you say you're ready to do it, you are affecting everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Everybody around you. And people will see it. People might not say anything about it, but they will recognize it. But what you need to do is, this is something that I listened the other day on a, on a different podcast. And the lady was talking about, what you need to do is not to be concerned about the impact you're making, but be concerned about who's getting the glory. Because you're going to make some kind right. of impact. Right. right. But is the impact glorifying you or glorifying God? And that's where you need to sometimes have that positioning of, okay, am I doing this for my own impact or am I doing it for the glory of God? Right. And for people who have faith like we do, mm-hmm. you know, because we think about these things differently. Right. Um, there's always faith involved at some level. Sure. Um, and I always tell people, even if you don't have faith, if, if you don't believe in Christ, you don't believe in God, my question to you is you have family, you have culture. They've taught you some things. Yeah. Some things that you like, go to that foundation and build on that, build on that. And eventually you get to a point where you say you need to explore more in different avenues, reading, studying, and it would eventually lead you if you had to seek it the right way yeah. to a place where you can actually get more understanding and more faith into the good gospel. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. But what I would tell people is change is good. Change is always good. And explore your options on any time you feel that need to make a change. Don't be scared of it. Just be patient. Just go ahead and uh, stand still. You have enough. You have enough with you right there to make the changes you want. You have all the tools you need. You have you have all the tools you need right there. Yep. You basically have everything you need. And you just start by gradually just one thing at a time that you want. When uh, the, the way it was described to me was, you know, we live in a, a world of frequencies. Just yep. like a radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to listen to country music, you turn to the radio station, the, you change the dial. But those the frequency, you can't see it, but it's there. If you want classical music, change the dial. It's now, there. you know that there's a better life for you at a higher frequency. It's there. We just got to tune ourselves into that. Because, you know, Einstein, I think it was Einstein who said... The mind that you had when you created a problem or you you put yourself in a certain situation, the same mindset will not get you out of it. Mm-mm. You have to change your mindset. You got to ride. You got to raise your frequency and change it to yeah. be aware of the solution that God has for you. And so that's where I would say going back to you know where do we start? It's in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We we tend to want to change people around us. We want to change our boss, our employees, whatever it is, our, our spouse, our kids. A lot of times we fall into the trap of, oh, it's not my problem. It's not me. It's somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. And I have seen people that jump from job to job to job and always saying, oh, it was them. It was them. It, it was my employer. It was this person. But I have never heard them say, you know what? Maybe it was me. I got to change. If you find yourself jumping around to relationships, jumping around to jobs or trying to find something new, thinking the grass is greener, you got to start really realizing, hey, it might be you. You might need to start there. Majority of the time. Yeah. 
Majority of times I do think that way. And I do I do think about the grass is greener a little bit differently. Okay. So I always say the grass is greener. Yeah. But you know where it is? In my development. Yeah. Where you where you water it or you That's grow. right. Yeah. The grass will get greener. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I mean? So it's so it always comes back mm. to you. You. Yeah. The grass absolutely. is greener. But yeah. if I'm developing and doing the steady, mm-hmm. I'm seeing growth within the soil. Right. I mean putting the seed, you know, yeah. covering it up. You're watering it, cultivating. watering it, cultivating. Yeah. Eventually, that turns green. Yeah. And the grass gets greener, and the grass gets thicker, and I become a really healthy grass. So I think the grass is greener, but only in, in my development. On the uh, other side of my development. On the other side of your development. Exactly. That's right. You That's can't right. find somebody else's grass and go no. enjoy it. No. No. It, because if you think about it, like if you if you saved up money. Yeah. And you bought a pair of shoes. I, I did this when I was a kid. I kept that box. Those shoes came in. I got suede cleaner. I made sure at the end of every day those rocks were out of that the sole. You know, it was pristine and it yeah. lasted a long time because I paid for it. Those shoes I paid for. It's just like your development. If you want greener grass and you go try to love on somebody else's grass yeah. and get somebody else's grass, no, it, it may not be the grass you like. It may not be the type of grass you like. No. So what kind of grass do you want? Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I, I heard something that changed my life. You know, talking about people that switch work to work, trying to find something. What I heard was, hey, if you're trying to do that, ask yourself, which comes to you, right? You're making the change. Ask yourself, is that company that you're working for paying somebody more to do either the job you're doing or more than what you're doing? And the answer is always going to be yes. Mm. So the question is, the company is willing to pay somebody more. Why not you? Right. So then you have to figure out what is this person doing that the company is paying them more? And any company you talk to, any business owner, right? If somebody's giving you the productivity, would you ever say, hey, cut them off? No. Why? You, you need them. You need them. Right. They are a valuable asset now to where they understand the work. They know exactly what to do. They can do it in great time and make people happy. Why would you get rid of them? So in every business, if the company is doing that, they can do that for you too. You just have to figure out how, yeah. how you can get the company to do that. And in a, a lot of times, it will come down to you. Absolutely. How much you're willing to put in, how much you're willing mm-hmm. to change, how much you're willing to get more skill right. to be able to be valuable in the marketplace. Because the marketplace doesn't care whether you're a preacher, no. whether you <laughs> you know, what are you from Ghana? What are you from America? What are you from Missouri? What are you from? It doesn't care. No. It cares about skills and productivity. Right. And it could be the simple question of going to the person and saying, what can I do to improve to be valuable to the company? To the company. Simple question. Instead of just complaining every day. Correct. Again, start with yourself. Start with yourself. And if you don't know, ask questions. Ask, ask somebody you know they'll tell you. Yeah. What do I need to do to improve? How can I be better? Everybody's on this journey. And that's why there's value of growth, right? Yeah. And you don't have to tell people what you're doing too. No, no. That's one thing that people, you don't have to tell people what you're doing. You keep it to yourself. You make your changes because the changes are for you. The one thing about change in people is that other people see it more than you will. Yeah. Because they'll, no, they'll notice the certain things that you used to do. Certain things you used to say that you don't say anymore. Certain places you used to hang out that you don't go anymore. And I tell you, your vocabulary, the way you talk, the way, once you start doing that, things change. 
but you don't have to tell anybody. Just go ahead and just help yourself out and do what you need to do so that you can be a better person for everybody else. Now, with that comes your world will change and people will look at you different and you will, a part of you will want to hang on to those old relationships. That's right. Will want to hold on to that old job because it's mm -hmm. familiar. With it's you. very familiar. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You got to be like, you know what? They served the time in my life. I love you. See you later. It could even be family members. Yeah. But it's nice, gradual, loving growth that you are being that light in their life. Mm -hmm. Don't let them drag you down, mm -hmm. but be that leader in their life subconsciously. And uh, same with your job. If you're trying to hang on to the job or trying to open that door that closed on you, yeah. don't. It's, it's growth, man. Growth is always that way. And you just have to think about it that way. Growth is always that way. When you were a kid, you had different friends. Some of them stayed. You got into elementary school. You had different friends. Some of them stayed. You got into high school. You had different friends. Some of them stayed. You get into college. You have different friends. Some of them stayed. Right. And some of them used to talk to and some of them you don't even remember who they are. Yeah. Some of them you do know who they are, but you won't go out and hang out with them because they don't do or say the same things that you want to see the person that you want to become do. Right. And so leaving people behind is always true, but that's where you can help them spiritually. Yeah. You can pray for them. Yep. And that also enhances your relationship with them. Because if you can pray for somebody, you can talk to them and they might not be an influence on you. Yeah. Because think if you could pray for them or complain about them, mm -hmm. when you see them next, what vibe are you going to have subconsciously towards that person? Yeah, yeah that's right. You know, if you're that's gossiping right. about somebody, it's a negative vibe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. your frequency is low. Praying about you, praying for somebody, you say, yes. Hey, how you doing? How's life going? Right. Yeah, I hope you're doing good. How's this going? Yeah. You know, you, and they will notice that. People will notice the difference in your relationship with them. So, so with that, one more thing, I think, um, because it's, it's crucial about starting your journey, it's about vision boards. And we'll have another podcast about vision boards. Yeah, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Recently, you know, I have a vision board and it's always changing. Basically, what, what is a vision board first? Like, figure out what you want. Come up with an image and put it on a, a board that you see every day. Mm -hmm. um, so I've put things on. I've taken things off. It's always evolving. But I have this carrot that dangles in front of me on my vision board of what I want. Well, recently, um, I had a, a, a certain car that I had on this vision board. Kind of like a, a down a downside uh, uh, in my life, a little, little deeper valley that I went through is I visualized a certain car, certain price, certain color, and I found it. When I went to go buy it, I had a feeling of like, no, don't buy it. Oh, wow. But God, and I said, God, I want this car. I got everything. I got the money. I got, this is exactly what I want. Um, and he says, no. And I felt bad. I felt betrayed. <laughs> I felt down. I feel like, oh, no, what the heck? Like, God, I created this. I want this. I And I, and I went to my vision board and I said, I'm, I'm done. It's like this stuff. Yeah, I know it works, but I'm like, you know what? I just need to reset. I took things off my vision board. I'm like, I just need a break because it was rough. It was, you know, God saying no. And, but I created that and I got the car, but I, I didn't buy it. I listened to God, but I said, and I said, God, I, I'm, I need a break. I need a mental break. I'm not going to, I'm just going to plug through life. I'll keep the pace, but it's amazing. And I was thinking, you know, the reason why, and I'm starting to recreate a vision board with yeah. him. Oh, okay. Okay. And okay. that's what it was. 
And for me, I was throwing things on my vision board and God told me one morning, he woke me up, an audible voice. He said, Aaron. And I sat up in my bed. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I heard it twice. And I said, okay, God, what do you want to tell me? And he told me, you know, it's like, Aaron, if you want everything on your vision board, you can have everything on this vision board, but you got to focus on the small steps that I'm going to give you every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, God. And, and after that, I found this car. Huh. And then, then God's like, no, don't buy it. And then I'm like, okay, because God knows I have a different car that I truly want that I need to put on that vision board. He says, okay, and that's what I need to do. And we talked about this. That's not really what you want, but there's, there's another car that you really want. Right. And he knows me better than I know myself. And so like we talked about in our first podcast, we don't ask big enough. That's right. And so I'm like, okay, God. I'm going to get this and it's going to be in your timing. The initial car, if I were to buy it, it would have delayed my future car even more. So that's kind of my story, but it has to be detailed. It has to be what color, what Mm -hmm. smell, what interior. But I think that's powerful though, as as compared to what we're talking about now, as far as saying, hey, be intentional in what you want and what you do, because everybody deep down knows exactly what they want and what they want to do. Right. Most people just don't have the courage to do that. So taking those little steps will gradually get you to the point where you go, huh, this looks shiny and I want it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I really don't want it. Right, right. I really don't. <laughs> it just looks shiny. Right. But this right here I really want. Yeah. You know, I, I feel different when I think about it. Right. That's, that's pretty great. Man. Yeah. So to kind of sum up, you got to start with yourself when you start. You do. Find a book or two that you like, and um, we're going to talk about books in the future. You know, I know, Kofi, you talked about a couple in a vision board. Yep. And, and just go inside. Go into yourself and change yourself before your your surroundings will change. And that's where it starts. That's right. Who you want to become. Yep. Just always think about who you want to become. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. I know next, you. next week we'll uh, bring some more nuggets for you, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Have a good week.